Hey, faithful listener, welcome to season six of the Bible Explained podcast, the podcast where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's discussion from the book of Judges. Monday, faithful listener. Thank you so much for tuning into the Bible Explained podcast. I had something kind of embarrassing happen to me last week. A handful of people I noticed have been emailing my old email address. And so finally, I was like, you know what? I am going to ask everybody who emails that old email address where they're getting this email address from. So somebody contacted me via the old email address and I was like, what in the world? Like, I thought I switched everything over to my new email address. So I asked the person who emailed me, which, by the way, he gave me a very, very nice email. I asked him, I'm like, hey, where are you getting this email address from? And he responded to me like five minutes later and was basically like, it's right on your website. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, how embarrassing. It was literally the contact button on my website which I forgot was there. (laughs) I totally forgot that button was even there because I thought, you know, I looked over at the contact page that I have on my my website and I was like, no, that, you know, that one's going to my new email address. But I forgot that I have a little contact button at the bottom of my homepage on my website, which apparently people have been clicking and have been using. I had no clue anybody ever used it, so... (laughs) Anyway, that is updated. So now all of my emails go to my new email address. So that's that's good news. That's good news. So let's go ahead and read Judges chapter 9, verses 22 through 45 today. I'll be reading out of W.E.B. as usual. Please feel free to grab a cup of coffee or a cup of tea to enjoy along with me and also the version of the Bible that you prefer. And now let's jump in to Judges chapter 9. Abimelech was prince over Israel for three years. Then God sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and the men of Shechem. And the men of Shechem dealt treacherously with Abimelech, that the violence done to the 70 sons of Jerubbabel might come, and that their blood might be laid on Abimelech, their brother who killed them, and on the men of Shechem who strengthened his hands to kill his brothers. The men of Shechem set an ambush for him on the tops of the mountains, and they robbed all who came along that way by them. And Abimelech was told about it. Gael the son of Ebed came with his brothers and went over to Shechem, and the men of Shechem put their trust in him. They went out into the field, harvested their vineyards, and trod the grapes, celebrated, and went into the house of their god, and ate and drank, and cursed Abimelech. Gael the son of Ebed said, Who is Abimelech, and who is Shechem that we should serve him? Isn't he the son of Jerubbabel? Isn't Zubal his officer? Serve the men of Hamor, the father of Shechem, but why should we serve him? I wish that this people were under my hand. Then I would remove Abimelech. He said to Abimelech, increase your army and come out. When Zebel, the ruler of the city, heard the words of Gael, the son of Ebed, his anger burned. He sent messengers to Abimelech craftily, saying, behold, Gael, the son of Ebed and his brothers have come to Shechem, and behold, they incite the city against you. Now, therefore, go up by night, you and the people who are with you, and lie in wait in the field. It shall be that in the morning, as soon as the sun is up, You shall rise early and rush in on the city. Behold, when he and his people who are with him come out against you, then may you do to them as you shall find occasion. 
Abimelech rose up and all the people who were with him by night, and they laid wait against Shechem in four companies. Gil, the son of Ebed, went out and stood in the entrance of the gate of the city, and Abimelech rose up and the people who were with him from the ambush. When Gil saw the people, he said to Zebul, Behold, people are coming down from the tops of mountains. And Zebul said to him, You see the shadows of the mountains as if they were men. Gil spoke again and said, Behold, people are coming down by the middle of the land, and one company comes by the way of the oak of Menonim. Then Zebul said to him, Now where is your mouth? That you said, Who is Abimelech that we should serve him? Isn't this the people that you have despised? Please go out now and fight with them. Gil went out before the men of Shechem and fought with Abimelech. Abimelech chased him and fled before him, and many fell wounded, even to the entrance of the gates. Abimelech lived at Aramah, and Zebul drove out Gale and his brothers, that they should not dwell in Shechem. On the next day, the people went out into the field, and they told Abimelech. He took the people and divided them into three companies, and laid wait in the field. And he looked, and behold, the people came out of the city. So he rose up against them and struck them. Abimelech and the companies that were with him rushed forward and stood in the entrance of the gate of the city, and two companies rushed on all who were in the field and struck them. Abimelech fought against the city all that day, and he took the city and killed the people in it. He beat down the city and sowed it with salt. Okay, so this portion of scripture really shows how terrible Abimelech truly is. Though in the last portion of scripture we talked about on Friday, Abimelech was already established as a terrible human being. He went and killed his 70 brothers for no reason other than the fact that he didn't want his brothers to get the crown. Because Abimelech thought of himself as the king. He wanted to be the king, and he went and killed his 70 brothers out of just competition. There was no reason for him to kill his innocent family members. And that's what they were. They were literally his family members. And he went and killed them anyway, except for the youngest of all of his brothers, who was Jotham. Somehow Jotham was able to escape from Abimelech before Abimelech went and killed him as well. So Jotham escapes and Jotham decides to go and prophesy against Abimelech. However, Jotham was standing really far away, but he was standing on a mountain. So his voice would project and a mountain also would be a, a really good place for Jotham to be because Abimelech wouldn't be able to get to him very easily. And Jotham could like get out of Dodge the second that he finished his prophecy. So Jotham speaks this prophecy at Abimelech and also at the city of Shechem, who supported Abimelech completely and not just supported him financially, but also gave him the crown and totally abandoned God. And we're going to find out today how much they abandoned God. But not only did they abandon God as their king, they also supported Abimelech in his nefarious plans of killing his brothers. And uh, they it was just a terrible city. So Jotham's standing up on the mountain and he says to Abimelech, may fire come out of you and destroy Shechem and may fire come out of Shechem and destroy you. And then once Jotham was done with that, he runs away. He totally flees and go to, goes to this area called Beer or Bear and lives there. And then that's the last we ever hear of Jotham, <laughs> which is actually really interesting. We don't hear a single thing of Jotham after that. So now in verse 22, it says that Abimelech was prince over Israel for three years. I do find it really funny that even scripture doesn't say that Abimelech was the king because Abimelech was not supposed to be the king. He was an illegitimate king who like made himself the king 
and coerced the city of Shechem to make him a king. But truly, Abimelech was not supposed to be a king. And even scripture mentions that they don't call him the king. They call him uh, the prince of Israel. And he was the prince of Israel for three whole years. And this is how merciful God is. I've mentioned on the podcast many times that God just wants people to repent of their sins and he gives them so many chances and he gives them so much time to repent from their sins. I think even Abimelech, he gave Abimelech three whole years before God acted against Abimelech and against the city of Shechem for what they did to Abimelech's 70 brothers. So in verse 23, it says, God sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and the men of Shechem. And the men of Shechem dealt treacherously with Abimelech. I don't know why that's such a, a tongue twister for me, <laughs> but it is. So God sends this spirit of animosity. Depending on the version you read, it might say an evil spirit. It might say a spirit of ill will or of animosity. And even the NIV version actually says God stirred up animosity between Abimelech and the citizens of Shechem. The idea is just that God removed the peace between Abimelech and the city of Shechem. He removed whatever peace was there because for some reason, for three whole years, Abimelech and the city of Shechem had peace with each other. And God starts removing that peace from Abimelech and Shechem. He's stirring up animosity so that Shechem acts out against Abimelech. And that's what they do. It says that the, the men of Shechem decide to go and rob anybody coming in and out of the city. Now, this would make trade very hard for the city. This would uh, make Abimelech lose a lot of money from the people that couldn't come in and out of the city anymore. So this was a hard hit to Abimelech. And the men of Shechem are beginning to reject Abimelech as their king. It says they robbed all who came along that path and Abimelech was told about it. So Abimelech knew about it, but Abimelech doesn't act out yet. So what happens is this guy is introduced named Gale. Gale, the son of Ebed, comes into the city with his brothers into Shechem. And for some reason, the men of Shechem end up really liking this guy named Gale. And we don't know for what reason. Maybe they just liked the way he looked. Maybe he talked a big game. Maybe he had some amount of, um, you know, notoriety for whatever reason. But they end up liking Gale a lot. And it says that they put their trust in him. And so Gale and his brothers are in Shechem. And it says that the city of Shechem is happy again because they are going to appoint Gale as their new leader, basically. They totally reject Abimelech at this point. So they decide to throw a big party for Gale. So it says they go out into the field, they harvest their grapes, and they celebrate with their new wine. And it actually says they went into the house of their God and ate and drank and cursed Abimelech. Now, here's the thing. This was an Israelite city. Okay, so Yahweh was supposed to be their God. Technically, the house of Yahweh was in Shiloh, and that's where these people should have been going. But the fact of the matter is they made a new God their God. And so they had totally rejected Yahweh. So you can see how far Shechem fell. Not only did they appoint Abimelech as their king and reject God in that way, 
but they also just reject God fully. They're like, no, nah, we're not going to worship Yahweh anymore. We're going to worship, you know, this, uh, this thunder God. So, <laughs> which that's what Baal was. He was the God of thunder. So they go into the house of their God and they ate and drank and cursed Abimelech. So they are just brazenly drinking, throwing these drunken parties, probably having some sort of uh, sexual promiscuity going on because that's always what was connected to worshiping these gods. And now they are actually just like openly cursing Abimelech. They're like, we hate Abimelech. Long live Gale. So Gale, the son of Ebed, says, who's Abimelech and who is Shechem that we should serve him? So Gail is just like, you know, he's in this party and all these people are, you know, singing his praises. And he's like, you know what, guys, you are absolutely right. Who the heck is this Abimelech guy? You know, I'm going to be your king and I am going to totally destroy this Abimelech character. That's what he says. So he says to Abimelech, increase your army and come out. Now, I don't think that Abimelech was there. I think Gail was probably drunk and was probably making very... um I don't know if they were vain threats, but he was just making threats against Abimelech. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to fight you for the crown. So Zebul, the ruler of the city, hears the words of Gale. And it says his anger burned. Now, Zebul would have been basically Abimelech's manager is kind of what it sounds like. He was like the manager of the city. And he was loyal to Abimelech. So he hears what Gale is saying about Abimelech. And he is infuriated it says his anger burned so his blood was boiling listening to gail and so he sent messengers to abimelech to tell him what was going on and actually says that he did it basically secretly my version the web says craftily saying behold gail the son of ebed and his brothers have come to shechem they incite the city against you and then he says hey abimelech you should wait in ambush with all of your soldiers up on the mountain. And then when Gale comes your way, you can strike him and kill him. Do whatever you want because I hate him. It says, behold, when Gale and the people who are with him come out against you, then you may do to them as you find occasion. So he encourages Abimelech to kill these men now, okay, to have more blood on his hands. He encourages violence. And Abimelech listens. He's like, great. That sounds really, really good. So Abimelech rises up and all the people who are with him by night, and they laid wait against Shechem in four companies. So it says, Gale, the son of Ebed, went out and stood in the entrance of the gate of the city, and Abimelech rose up and the people who were with him from the ambush. So Gale saw the people, and he says to Zebul, behold, people are coming down from the tops of the mountains. So it sounds like Zebul kind of got Gale to trust him a little bit because Zebul was here with Gale, right? And so Gale is like standing there at the entrance of the city. And he's like, look, I see some men coming down the mountain. And Zebul's like, no, no, no. Those, you know, those aren't men. You're still a little hungover. <laughs> you know, it's it's morning time. You're not quite sure what's going on. You know, those aren't men you're seeing, but they're just the shadows of the mountain. So don't worry. Don't worry. And then Gale speaks to him again. And he's like, Behold, people are coming down by the middle of the land and a company comes by the way of the Oak of Menonim. And so he's like, no, there's there's definitely guys coming towards me. So Zebul's like, well, where's your mouth now, Gale? <laughs> he's like, where's your mouth? You know, that that mouth that you are flapping at the party. Where is it? You know, you said, who is Abimelech? 
Well, why don't you go find out who Abimelech is? Go find out. Go fight against him. So I'm sure that Gail realizes at this point that Zebel is not a friend, but an enemy. After, uh, you know, this ambush happens against him. So Gail goes out and he fights against Abimelech. And Abimelech chased him and he fled before him and many fell, fell wounded even to the entrance of the gate. So Abimelech killed so many people. He killed all the people, it sounds like, that were with Gail. So Gale and his brothers actually were driven out of the city completely. Like the rebellion was over. Gale was no longer going to be the new king. And the city was kind of back to normal. But Abimelech has this huge grudge now against the city for trying to have another king other than him. So it says that after Gale is gone, which Gale didn't die, by the way. It just says that he drove out Gale and his brothers, that they should not dwell in Shechem. But now the rebellion's over. And it says the next day, the people were going out to the field. So business was as usual. The farmers are going out into the fields. The shepherds are going out to their pastures. Everything is business as normal. And the people think that it's business as normal. But Abimelech decides that it's not business as normal. And he has this whopping grudge against the city of Shechem. And so it says now that he turned against his own city that very day. He saw the people out in the fields. It says he laid in wait and noticed all the people coming out of the city to work. And he rose up against them and struck them. Now, here's the thing. We don't know if these farmers and shepherds and whoever else, we have no clue if they were part of the rebellion. And Abimelech didn't know either. He didn't care though. Abimelech was a violent and terrible human being. So he goes and kills these innocent people that were just going about their day. It says he struck them, which means in modern English that he brutally murdered them. Then he goes and stands in the gate of the city. And it says Abimelech fought against the city all that day. So his very own city where he was crowned king he went and fought against it because of some people in the city that decided to rebel against him. It says he beat down the city. He took the city. He killed the people in it. And we don't know how many people he killed. And it sounds like it was men, women, and children. That is how terrible this Abimelech guy was. I can't even imagine doing harm to my community of people. I love my community so much. But I can't even imagine like turning against my neighbors just because I got mad at something that they did against me. But that's who Abimelech was. Just think about that. And not only did he completely destroy the city and beat it down, he actually sowed it with salt. You know, sowing with salt, that was a way to destroy the fields so that things wouldn't grow. Sowing with salt's a very, very terrible thing. Um... It was actually a tactic that the Romans used to use as well and has been used all throughout the ages to completely destroy an area of land. Now, not only did Abimelech kill his own brothers on his dad's side, now he's killing his own brothers and his family members on his mother's side. So we are going to see what happens to Abimelech after this. So make sure to tune in on Wednesday to hear the rest of this story. And we'll see if Abimelech gets what he deserves. And you know, the, the more I'm going through the book of Judges and really studying it to present it to you guys, I am just loving it more and more. 
<laughs> like I love the book of Judges before. It was always my favorite book of the Old Testament, but now it's like confirmed that it's my favorite book of the Old Testament. It's just an amazing book and I hope you guys agree with me. And if you don't agree, well then you're wrong. <laughs> just like you, just like you tea drinkers out there, you're just wrong for not liking coffee. I'm just ribbing you guys. All right, I'll see you guys all on Wednesday, if not tomorrow, for an episode out of the Book of Acts. But until tomorrow, happy listening, and God bless. Ooh.